listening to Caddy Wampus. E. I never misfiled anything F- not one G- time. H. So Brian has this movie, Mandy, from Panos Cosmatis, starring Nicolas Cage. Is it a movie? And it's more like a lifestyle choice at this it point. It is. It is. Brian's a Amanda Knight. A Amanda Knight? He's a Amanda Good Lord. Brian's a Christian scientist. He, he is man at arms. He doesn't believe in blood transfusion. This man is Manny Faces. He's a Dick Tracy villain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we decided we need to watch all these Nicolas Cage movies. You've been down this road with us for what feels if like. If you're listening to this, you've been down this road. Yeah, there's no way you started here. Um, oh, if you started, oh, you may have started. Given here. this movie, if you might have. If this is your favorite movie, you may have listened to this. A if little. you are one of the 44 people on this earth that has seen this film, oh, more than 44 people have seen this film. Now, not at the time. Well, yeah, okay. 48 people, Steve. The movie is Vampire's Kiss. If you've ever seen a meme of Nick Cage, there's a good shot that it's from this movie. You don't say. Oh, yeah. No, that's the meme. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think the video clip of him listing the alphabets made its its way around once or twice in the world. Um, Vampire's Kiss is from 1988, and it is... 1989, sorry. This movie came out right before I was born. Do you think they reincar- you're, you reincarnated into both this movie and yourself? You've split. Now that you've seen it, you're whole again? I, I do feel a little different, now that you mention it. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Actually, the sun is starting to burn a little. Yeah, yeah. You better stand in it <laughs> for a while. Do you have any while. sunglasses I could borrow? I have many. Yeah. Not, not as cool as Nick Cage's. Yeah. Do you have any fake teeth he can borrow? So basically, this movie's American Psycho before American Psycho, even the book. Uh, except Nicolas Cage believes, uh, erroneously, he is slowly turning into a vampire. And it's about his deterioration into madness, his um, abuse of his secretary, and him imagining uh, a vampire played by Jennifer Beals, um, who comes to him uh, nightly to uh, continue his change. To uh, feed on turns him. Turns out might actually be a real person. But was a real a, person. Not a vampire. Maybe. Yeah, she wasn't a vampire. My best guess at this point from what the film told us is that he did meet her one night, may have even slept with her, then she just up and vanished. I'm thinking... And he she acknowledged him at the disco. She was like, oh, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Part of me wants to think that it was the first time that he couldn't pick up a girl, and it fucking destroyed his ego, and when he got home, he just lost his shit. Could be. This that's, is, this is he, valid. Because when in the morning he like goes to get her fucking coffee and there's no one there and he has his little little shake attack and drops coffee all over his bed. Right, because mm-hmm. before we even <clears throat> see this whole thing with the vampire, he tries to pick up... It, it, it's her, right? Like at a coffee shop yeah. or something with a bunch of... It was at a bar with yeah. people he worked yeah, with? It's totally, this, it's totally the same woman, right? It's yeah. Like, yeah. We, see, we, see, yeah. The, we see them. Like he, he hits on her, moves over to her booth. They start talking, cut, and now they're in bed. Where she promptly bites his neck. Revealing vampire things. Right. Which couldn't have actually happened. Right. Because he's not really a vampire. He just thinks he is. And, and she's not a vampire either. And at least we don't we, think so. At least we think he thinks he is. We know he thinks he is. <laughs> also, he sees a psychiatrist. Maybe. Um, Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> until the end. Until Yeah, definitely at least twice a week. Yeah. He definitely sees a psychiatrist, although I don't know if she's a very good psychiatrist because... I mean, oh, he no, turned clearly into, not. He thought he turned into a vampire and uh, 
got himself killed. So yeah. she could have done better. I mean, that's for sure. <laughs> she definitely. It was seen, the late eighties. There were see, medications you, available at this time. You got to see the signs before people can fully convert. I don't know. I've never really thought about becoming a vampire, but I feel like I would probably. Talk you to have somebody. not thought about becoming a vampire. Maybe I don't believe in you. high school. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. Hasn't? Come on. That was another like that was a lifetime ago though. How many lifetimes ago? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I can't give myself you, away like are that. Are you one of those Twilight kids who just keeps going to high school? <laughs> <laughs> you have a wall of uh, a wall of caps. He did keep going to high school, but now the cops won't let him back. <laughs> you just got to keep moving so you don't get that problem. Wait, are you a vampire or a sex offender? <laughs> yes. Are, are they not elusive or are they not the same? I mean, yeah, they are pretty much the same. As yes. this as this movie illustrates. <laughs> so the movie starts. Nicholas Cage is a literary agent. He needs to find a contract. Yeah, so he's got this client that's not even really stressed about this contract. Like, yeah, take no. your time with this. No rush. Get this contract over whenever you find it. I'm having a vacation. Yeah. Whatever. And he decides to go and harass his secretary into he finding this. He can't find this missing contract. And he's screaming at her and chasing her for. I don't really understand oh, why he chases her so oh, often. Alva. So early. There you are. <laughs> that was probably one of my favorite parts of that whole movie. He jump jumped up, up jump on the desk and point. There you are. I liked it when he was starting to like walk like a robot. After he's like, no. <laughs> Yeah, she finally um, finds this contract so so much later, and he's like, "Nope, I don't want it now." This this leads to a famous scene with a psychiatrist when Nicolas Cage dem- uh, proclaims loudly that he's never misfiled anything, not one time, not ever. How hard is it? It's alphabetical, and then goes on to recite the entire alphabet while gesticulating. Basically, <laughs> um, you've probably seen this clip. If you I haven't, I suggest it. I've heard you guys say it a thousand times, but I've never I, I, actually seen I it. I have seen it many times. I was not aware that it the file was essentially the crux of the film. And kind it really of, is kind of the MacGuffin for the yeah. whole movie. <laughs> Until really, it isn't. I really enjoy yeah. the the end of the ABCs where he starts doing the hands on the hips. Yep. Hands on the hips. The, the, like he starts just like yeah. moving his hands oh, yeah. around. Like the five year old trying to look hard poses. Yeah. Yeah. I've never misfiled anything. Not one time, not ever. <laughs> the movie's so, actually really good at showing like his mental. Oh, you believe he's breaking down? I will say this: it is a convincing performance of a person I breaking mean, down. I'd say he was broken down the entire movie. That's true. Yeah, I wouldn't it, say that it was the a person breaking down. So much worse. I guess it's supposed to be a satire of like yuppie culture. It, yeah. But unlike American Psycho, the tone is not consistent in this film, and you don't really. It's 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 a very obtuse film. His like like with accent. A, absolutely kills me. He's trying to do a yuppie accent, but he comes off like a surfer. He sounds like Bill and Ted. Together. Ed, together. At the like same time. Like they had time. a child and it was but, Nicolas and Cage trying, or Vampire's And they're kids. trying to talk intelligently. Till or bed. That's his worst accent next to the Alabama man. Oh accent. no. Alabama Con man Air, is his worst Con accent. Air is his worst accent. <laughs> Put this the is money least, back I will say box. this. This is consistent. Like it, Yeah, he did it. He, it's yeah, it's boy, a he did choice. It. And supposedly, the idea is, as we did some extra reading, that the character is putting on the accent, not the actor. Right. The idea is that the character wants to sound more elite. 
and therefore is trying this voice. Some deep ass. This is never right illustrated in the film. It'd be nice if when he was by himself, he sounded normal. Mm-hmm. And if he, when he was around people, he had a different. Yeah, almost, that would. It actually felt it. like sometimes he did. Eh, I wouldn't say that. I don't have any evidence of this, but this strikes me as a movie that it easily was three hours in the first cut <laughs> and got trimmed down to a uh, tight hundred minutes or whatever it was. It could have been shorter. It, it dragged. I think the it did drag a little. It did drag. It, do, it does hard. drag a little. But but once at a certain point, it just starts going, and then it really starts going even faster. When he gets the fangs, the movie takes a oh, turn. Oh yeah. He buys some. He finally breaks down and decides, "I must become a creature of the night." He takes some plastic fangs and he goes into a club, stalks around like Nosferatu, murders a woman with these plastic fangs. Oh, I'm sorry. This no, is he out. takes the plastic fangs out. I'm sorry because he is, can't pierce her neck with them. This is after, because, yeah. spoiler alert, uh, she finds the file, uh, his secretary, and he tries to rape her and then bite her, and then he can't. He doesn't realize her gun has blanks, uh, which is a confusing MacGuffin of a setup, but whatever, and uh, suits himself, and it doesn't kill him because it's a blank. And he's like, my God, I am a vampire. I cannot die. <laughs> I am immortal. Yeah. So yep. Goes- so Nicolas Cage runs around the city in a dazed stupor, finds a stake, and then the brother of the uh, of of the secretary murders him with the stake, and uh, that's the movie. Well, it kind of because like he goes up to like beat the crap out of him with a tire iron. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like, no, and he puts like the stake up to his own heart, but he like, he can't press on it. He keeps trying to do this. And he keeps trying to stake himself. He's like and begging he can't. people to kill him. Yeah, and then He's like, like please. This other guy's just like, okay, let me just put some weight on it, and you're dead. <laughs> Sharp stake. I mean, it was basically a fence post. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, slaps it a little bit and it's in. <laughs> like, yeah. This that also, doesn't work. <laughs> this also follows a scene in which he hallucinates his final psych- psychiatric appointment, which really makes me question how real the psychiatrist was the whole time. Well, the reason I believe the psychiatrist is real because they showed her on the phone with him. And while she was on the phone with him, they showed another person, assuming, guess, her husband or something. No, there that was with definitely her. a hookup. <laughs> Well, yeah, whatever. But, but but then but then Jennifer Beale shows up in a in a scene that's not real with a boyfriend that's not real. But then it turns out they are real in the same scene later. But they weren't real to begin with. The only difference I'd say is that the psychiatrist, unless it was implied that he noticed them as he was walking in when he was Nosferatu skulking around. The psychiatrist, which is just as likely, as very else. different yeah. when he was having his own. Yeah, yeah. Like she was very different. She's like, hey, by the way. You don't need a psychiatrist anymore. And actually, I found your soulmate. Here, check yes. her out. And yes. he's like, sorry, I raped a girl. I just needed to let you know. And I she's like, she it's fine. Drop, it's cool. Drop, drop I murdered a girl, too. Yeah. Nah, you're good. Well, if the cops show up, I got the cops. You're good. Go have a happy life with this chick I just hooked you up with. And then by the time you see him again with this invisible girlfriend, I guess, he's already like <laughs> screaming and yelling at her. I thought that was a great joke. Yeah. That he has an invisible girlfriend that we can't see or hear, and they and they get into a fight that we don't witness, and he breaks up with her in like five minutes. Yes, like the perfect he girl. Can't for make him. it last. And no, I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Even your invisible friends reject you. So I guess this movie was made as a dark comedy or a black comedy. One or assumes yes. Well, that's that's what it's that's what it says it is on the Wikipedia. Yeah, and I wouldn't. 
if I went into a movie theater and had never heard about this, I would not see this as a comedy. I don't. I know disagree. What. There are several funny. I don't know what I would see this as. No, I, you, this is a black comedy. You guys it, were laughing, it, it's, it's, dude. It's he, the, you're gonna tell me right now it's that the scene, blackest of black comedies. Yeah, you telling me the scene where he didn't run around chasing a pigeon so that he could take it home and fucking eat it wasn't hilarious. That was great. Oh. Him buying, him buying the. Well, oh, I want these vampire fangs. Oh, those are too expensive. Okay, I'll take the four dollar ones. Like, yeah, that I'll was freaking. And when he's yeah. running through the streets of New York, going, "I'm a vampire! Yeah. I'm a vampire!" Like, it's a it's a black comedy, but then there's then there's like horrific scenes of like rape and su- and suicide attempts so that are a, not funny. So like, it's, rape, levels. murder, suicide. So it's a suicide. black comedy in the same vein as like yeah. Heather's. Like, where Heather's kind of, but even yeah. though that's tongue in cheek, that yeah. that has a consistent tone. Whereas this is like. Yeah, but like, what if it was real? And you're like, what do you mean, what if it was real? I almost felt like that we kind of were supposed to think he might have actually been turning into a vampire, but I don't know if this is the direction. Like, they were trying to toe the line. Yeah, because like at first it's definitely set up as, oh, this could definitely be a feasible thing. And that would have been interesting. Like, in the logic of the movie, yeah, he really is turning into a vampire. Really quickly, like the the morning after he fucks the vampire, like, as soon as we see this, I'm like, oh, cool. She's not real. Yeah. It's like clearly, like, he just spills coffee all over his bed, giving her coffee. To know. One yet another invisible person. It's like, oh, this is like the first time we see that like he's actually like imagining things. He's losing it, and after that, there's no doubt like he's just losing his mind, which is fine. I, I still think it would have been <laughs> it's a little fine more. If you lose your mind. Yeah, it feels like it should have towed the line more for longer in the movie. I don't know. I, it's not a good movie, but I enjoyed the hell out of watching it. Well, it's not a good movie to me in the same way that the room's not a good, good movie. movie. Yeah, like I, that. This like I was telling you as we were watching it. I was really surprised that this hadn't achieved more of a cult status. I I think it has. You just haven't met the people that love it. Yeah. <laughs> I dude, I've never met anybody that's seen it. I think it's lack of streaming is definitely a big yeah. hurt. Like I had to buy a Blu-ray that it came on with another movie. Yeah, I mean, but it came with High Spirits, man. So I know. Fine. Yeah, thanks, Scream Factory. <laughs> Can't wait to watch that. So um, you couldn't even buy the movie. You had to buy a two-pack of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was the same price as one movie, and it's on the same disc. You can't argue with that, but I yeah. still think it's funny that you couldn't get just, like, the movie. I mean, yeah, I could not get the movie. I'm just remembering, like, all the Walmart, like, four movies on get, one DVD yeah, thing they'd it's sell. Like that. I think I could get a DVD, but it was secondhand, and people were selling them at a, at a premium. And I'm like, well, I'll just buy this Blu-ray that's restored. I'll be honest. This is the most fun I've had watching any of these movies on the road to Mandy. No, yeah, one hundred percent. Brian just is. No, I mean, I don't I'm thinking, know. Like, of out of all the Cage movies, I really liked that uh, Elijah Wood and uh, Nicholas Cage. This movie. is yeah. so much better it's, than that. Yeah, I know. Oh no, this is way better. But, but that, I think, but that one was more coherent. That well, that was yeah, but not good, was, but not in a good way. It's yeah, just, it's, you're right. It's more of a boring heist movie. Well, that one love, was I that one was a, the a more tone apparent dark comedy. Even then, though, that movie really falls apart as a dark comedy. No. Although I, I will admit, I caught myself earlier, was it yesterday? I was eating, oh, no, I bought a new coffee that someone recommended to me. And I was like, oh, this is new. Oh, your friend recommended this to me. So I'm going to try this try this blend. And I drank it and I was like, very different. Meets my approval. Yeah. <laughs> I, without even thinking, I did it. And I was like, what is that? Oh, no. Philly, Philly <laughs> oh, God, it's found its way in my vernacular. <laughs> Meets my approval. <laughs> get it you're scared because you're not prepared but i am prepared unlock the same no there's good stuff in that movie but i think vampire's kiss is like all the good stuff that is in that movie vampire's kiss is kind of like nothing but that stuff i I would cut so many 
cage cage mannerisms. Oh my god! It it's was like a cornucopia. Everything. Yeah, I can understand why he said that this is was one of his favorite movies to make. He said this was his favorite movie he's made, which I get I, it. Yeah, this movie looks, it looks like, like it was a blast to make. It looks like it would be the most fun in terms of like being able to do whatever the fuck you want you could tell the director was like not only would the director let him do whatever he wanted he went great let's work towards that moving changing my shots to accommodate this be more crazy uncaging the cage like there are camera moves that are prepared for his movements which means it's not like improv it's not something Nicolas Cage just did this director went full bore in like absolutely relaying track for that like (laughs) Get the grips in. We are changing how this movie's gonna be. So, you know, I am uh, I've been pretty negative on the road to Mandy guys. Have you now? But I really enjoy Vampire's I'm sorry. Case. You don't say I've had well, I've had to spend a lot of money. I've bought a lot of these movies digitally. <laughs> I own The Rock now. Are that's you mad about it? Movie. Hey, that's not a bad movie. Yeah, but I don't want to own The Rock. Why not? I just don't. <laughs> Just you, don't need it's a to weird watch. thing to have a phobia of. You don't want to watch. Not afraid. I just didn't feel like owning it. I didn't I feel like spending eighteen dollars on The Rock. Why was it eighteen dollars? Because it's a fucking Disney release. Oof. So all what on Apple TV or something? All of them. All Disney releases are expensive as shit. That's actually why you can't get four K on Apple TV because Disney has basically told Apple if you're gonna sell our movies in four K, you need to charge twenty four ninety nine or twenty nine ninety nine like Vudu does. And and Apple's like, no, we don't want to do that. Nineteen ninety nine is the limit. And they're like, well, then it won't be. We're not gonna do it. It's a good thing I don't really I don't buy think- that much Disney stuff. Mar- they just use that Marvel rule for movies. everything. Oh, you will. Even though yeah, they Star may have, Wars, Marvel. I have, a, I have even low volume, ever. terrible ROI <laughs> projects. Like they just insist on mm-hmm. charging us flat rate for everything. Mm-hmm. No, anyway, I don't want to own The Rock. I, I don't want to spend eighteen dollars on The well, Rock. Too bad because now you own. Well, <laughs> at least, at least somebody. Hindsight's here. twenty twenty, my friend. At least you owned or eighteen ninety nine. Yeah, I did own it. You know what? I'm not upset about it. Well, I'm not either. I, just, some I didn't I want to spend eighteen dollars. <laughs> for some reason, I own The Abyss. Yeah, that's worse. And Sphere. No, Wait, no, you mean Sphere. Sphere. Yeah. Sorry. I was about to say, The Abyss uh, is great. First of all, you don't own Sphere because, as you know, by the rules of the podcast, we got rid of it. I think we did. As the By the rules of the Dude, podcast. Dude, we tossed it like a Frisbee for a while. Yeah. It's dead. Yeah. <laughs> for anyone who doesn't remember, we told everyone we were getting rid of it, and we definitely did that. Uh-huh. You really think somebody would do that? Go on the internet and tell lies? I'm trying to make it not us. Can y'all help? Absolutely. Wink. Uh-huh. We never uh, watched it. any of these movies. I'm Thanks, Wikipedia. That would be a great reveal. Like I've never seen it. I've guys. As it turns out, we don't even own TVs. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who Nicolas Cage is. We're just reading these reviews and putting them into a script and just going on for it. I record all of this into a talk boy that I had left over from when I was a kid. A talk boy? You mean a Walkman? No, I know what he's talking about. Like Home Alone. Home Alone 2. You remember the talk little boy? tape recorder he had? I thought they were just called recorders. Nope. Or like cassettes. No, it's no the brand. recorder's that thing you play hot cross buns on. So is that where the name Game Boy came from? No, 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 Game Boy predates that. Gotcha. It's just a, it's just a recording. It's just a little. It was just a goofy <sighs> little recording device. You remember Home Alone Two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a yeah, talk boy. You, you felt the animal and all that. Yeah, he, he had a talk boy. I don't remember that. I mean, I remember. It was like brand. It was brand integration. Gotcha. Yeah, it was just like, hey, if we put this into the movie, we can sell a lot of. It was them. like, and the, they were right. It was like the Nintendo Power Glove at the end of Wizard. 
But they were wrong. They couldn't never sell a, a lot of those. It's pointed on a podcast that doesn't do anything. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Hey. hey, guys, look at what I'm pointing at over there. Isn't that thing so uh, interesting? Theater of show, the mind. I'll just show you a photo on my phone real quick. <laughs> um, uh, Wizard is a movie about I mean, it's Fred Savage. Um, I believe so. And they're going to like a video game tournament for Mario 3, right? I think what? so, yeah. And the power glove gets introduced at the end of like an, as like an act three turn. He's going to win because he has a power glove. Something Got him. like that. <laughs> yeah. It's his special well, I know what's coming up on another cast since he hasn't seen The Wizard. Wizard seems like a movie that if you had seen when you were a kid, you'd, you'd have been, like really been into it. Anyway, Vampire's Kiss. Yeah, anyway, Vampire's Kiss. I was disappointed at the lack of actual vampires, but at the same time. <laughs> but you were awarded with something. But there was plenty of was... kissing. You were rewarded with so much more. There was kissing, all right, consensual and non. There was... Yeah, he literally knocks his secretary out. He physically assaults her. He hits her in the face, bruises half her face, rips her shirt open, and just starts basically licking her chest and neck. And it is just disturbing as it comes. Like, like there's no, like... I don't think I've ever seen Nicolas Cage do that, and I just didn't want to. It was disturbing. Nicolas Cage does things in this movie far worse than his face-off character. Yeah. Caster yeah. Troy, for anyone remembering. Yeah. But there's no peaches. No, it's just an actual woman he was looking. That's true. Face-off's all innuendo. But it was only for minutes. Oh, not hours. It was only for minutes. We <laughs> not only had, hours. We only, had this, we only had to watch this rape scene for minutes. <laughs> Actually, no. it wasn't even that long. It was probably like less than 10 seconds. No, you're right. You're right. It wasn't like irreversible. It's, Yet yeah. still, it was uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, he knocks her out. He does all that. And then we kind of cut forward. And later on, he's like, oh, yeah. And I raped her. And then she's at home. And oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not talking to anyone, but brother, help me. And he's like, yeah. okay, hold on. Yeah, they didn't happened. really like. like it's, it's almost to the point where I was like, did that actually happen? Okay, that did happen. Because that's how little they actually... Well, it feels like the American Psycho moment where it's like, well, if this is going to happen, you're certainly fired, right? But he never goes back to work anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you can, you can argue that it's not very polished or is missing bits or there's just like facepalm moments, but it's still, there are clear parallels. The bones are there. The, the bones and some muscle, muscle tissue are definitely there for a finer creation later. And I appreciate that. I got to tell you, it's the best experience I've had in this Road to Mandy. It's not good. It's not a good film. That's not the point. We haven't watched a good film on the Road to Mandy. I don't think Cage can do good films. He won an Oscar. Cool. Didn't watch one. That's not even that great of a movie, though. I haven't it's, seen it. It's, he won an Oscar for his performance. Yeah. I'll see it one day. Which movie? Uh, Leaving Las Vegas. Oh. I mean, I guess, like, like I enjoyed Face Off. I enjoyed The Rock. But this was legit fun. Like, this was crazy. I liked the parts that were crazy. But some of it. But that it, is most of the it, movie. It is most of like, it. Like, that is a large part of this movie. I guess it just didn't do it for me. I just don't understand you sometimes. <laughs> I liked you're it. like, you know what I, I liked? I, really, I don't know, man. I really liked, like, I really enjoyed him Brian, getting sick from eating the pigeon and getting sick from drinking blood from the woman. Oh, like, my I thought, God. I thought that was hilarious that he was, like, so committed that he did it. And then he was, like, throwing up and he's just, like, still, like, I'm a vampire. Mm -hmm. Like, no, you're not. I have a confession to make. What's that? This isn't even a podcast. This is just me trying to understand you. <laughs> I am recording it so I can review it. I've never posted one of these. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait a minute. So I've been listening to these podcasts in my head? Oh, yeah. That's not real. <sighs> You're not a podcaster. Kind of like he's not a vampire. You're Fuck. not really a podcaster. That's true. Dude, You're not really a podcaster. My lying to me. Yes. Fuck. That's actually me in a wig. <laughs> 
That's okay. That makes more sense. Well, sorry, so I says, hello, Brian. Is that what your psychiatrist oh, sounds shit. like? Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, look, look, the truth is, the truth is I'm a sick man. <laughs> I clearly need help. I have been gaslighting you for a year now. And uh, Corey and Steve are... Uh, We're enablers. Yeah, they're just enabling me, really. I mean, really, they're as culpable. I mean, I guess the plus side is there's always been free booze sometimes. That's so, like, true. I have plied you with liquor before all yeah. of these things. I am quite manipulative. All right. I mean, whatever. Yeah. We're never going to watch Mandy. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> That's kind of the ploy. As long Actually, as I can we agreed like, on that nine months ago. We are never <laughs> watching that movie. Yeah. As long as I can just drink, I'm good, I guess. Maybe you need help. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Vampire's Kiss. I feel like there were a lot of vampire movies I didn't around that time this movie. in the 80s. Okay, so what's what's your favorite vampire movie? Eh, the Lost Boys or The Vampire of the Stat? Like The Queen of the Damned, The Interview with the Vampire. You like the movie Queen of the Damned? Yeah, actually I kind of do. I was, literally, I was literally gonna say I don't I care if it's a guilty pleasure. I don't care if it's a guilty pleasure. It's got corn in it. <laughs> and Evanescence. So that's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> How, how is that? I don't care. I liked it. I liked it when I was it. younger. I liked it when I rewatched so, it. So to you, old. Interview of the Vampire, Neil Jordan's Interview of the Vampire, and who the fuck ever is Queen of the Damned are on the same like level? Well, they're kind of a set. No, they're not. No, the it, books. The, the ca- books are. The a books set. are a set. Yeah. One is a one is a cynical cash grab I because I don't Tom just watch Cruise Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets and then I watch Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire and say, "Yep, that's not the same that, thing." Those are the Harry Potters Th- that are there good. There is a six year gap, and they're like, "Fuck it, recast everyone." It feels more like a fifteen year gap between those two movies. Yeah. Yeah, that like, says a lot, but it's six. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Anyway, those are related the way like Manhunter and Silence of the Lambs are related. They're not. Or Star Trek and Star Trek Discovery? No. Are they not completely Don't speak different? about things you don't know anything about. I don't know anything about <laughs> That's it. That's a nice you shot. shut your you mouth. Know you know what? I appreciate your shot in the dark, but you missed. I tried. <laughs> All right. So Queen of the Damned. Steve. That, that was one of three that I listed. But you can Steve's going to say Blade. You can fix it. <laughs> Blade Trinity. All the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, obviously. Honestly, at first I was probably going to say what we do in the shadows or... Uh, Underworld. What about Dracula? Is it 2000 or Dracula 3000? Dracula 2000. There is a movie called Dracula okay. 3000. That's right. But I think you're thinking of Dracula 2000. With yeah. Gerald Butler as a Scottish Dracula. Yeah. Who turns out to really be Judas. The origin of the vampire is that Dracula was Judas. Mm-hmm. Makes about as much sense as anything else. So the only way to kill, truly kill Dracula is to hang him. Like Judas. They flash back to Christ being crucified in that movie. Big ambitions. <laughs> you know what? Fair. <laughs> they aimed very high. I was about to say, they're like, Shoot we got your this. shot, man. Your two main characters work at a Tower Records, and one of them's the lead singer of Vitamin C, and you have flashbacks to Christ's crucifixion? Oh, you have made an error. I want off this crazy ride. Actually, I'm can I change my vampire can... answer? I'm going to say the first Underworld movie only because I I'm going to see if I can piss I you off. It. Never has a movie been more made to pander to me, and I have been so uninterested. <laughs> I remember being in the theater. Yeah, you know what? I didn't even think about that. That movie just screams, hey, David, this is for you, buddy. It really did. And I remember seeing it with my friend at the time, and we were, we were golf kids, and we were so excited. And we showed up with friends, and our friends fucking loved it. And me and this coach were sitting there, and we were like, we were like laughing by the end. We just walked down. And we were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like we like it was the first time in my life I felt pandered to, and I never want to feel that again. <laughs> like I never want to feel like I'm being sold something. <laughs> that was one of us. That was basically my same experience. Like yeah. a girl I was dating at the time, but she she loved it, and I was like, "I don't know about this. 
I'm I'm a big goth kid in high school, and I should probably love everything about this, but I hate it all. Yeah. It's, Interestingly enough, it seemed like most of the goth kids didn't like it that much. Anyone who wasn't a goth kid was just like, I think it's a fake. All right, I'm in the later it's now. It's a fake goth movie. Well, this gets this gets to the South Park thing of goth kids, goth kids versus vampire kids. <laughs> yeah. Remember the South Park episode yeah. where the goth kids are like, what the fuck are these vampire kids? It is a thing. There is a difference. I'll take your word for it. But uh, I mean, yeah. I guess goth kids want to die and vampire kids want to live forever. <laughs> I don't know. You know, that is a valid point. <laughs> one of them is a blood fetish. I think one of them likes. Uh, no, I've met plenty of goth kids with blood fetishes. I think goth kids, goth kids like like the post World War Two aesthetic of darkness, and vampire kids like the Edwardian aesthetic of darkness. Goth kids come out of punks who come out of who come out of greasers who come out of the Hell's Angels, which come out of World War Two. Like that's the evolution of the counterculture movements there. Whereas vam- the people vampires, you know, it goes back to this Edwardian rom- romance with a capital R, kind of romantic era of you know your, your Edgar Allan Poe which is gothy in a way but that's the kind of like Edwardian you know style you know your pre-steampunk people people who look at steampunk and go uh, we go further back than that <laughs> the Victorian have- oh, we, go, we go further back than this generation that never actually existed <laughs> yeah with your dirigibles <laughs> And your headphones that run on hot water. And all your technology that ends in the word scope. (laughs) Your technoscope? Technoscope. Scope and drome. They all end in those words. Quickly to the (laughs) scopodrome. You answer the phone, ahoy hoy, like Mr. Burns. (laughs) And scream tally ho as you whip your mechanical horse on your buggy. (laughs) I'm sure it's a wonderful culture. Fucking wild, wild west. I'm sure. I'm sure. As Wild you guys Wild talk West. This, I'm sure Wild about. Wild West is to steampunk kids the way Underworld is to goth kids. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure steampunk kids. One hundred percent on the nose. Wild Wild West. Go. That does not speak for me. <laughs> Fuck you, that. You are. You are correct. Dear yes. God, no. I would never, and I would never assume that any steampunk kid. I would never assume loves, anybody likes Wild Wild West. I assume their movie loves begin and end with the uh, anime Steam Boy. Yep. Yeah, and that is it. Say. And there's no other good movies. There's a lot of good books on it, though. Yeah. No, no movies, which is shocking. I would think at this point we would have a. Good They've Steam attempted Punk movie. some, but there's never a good. Steampunk one. lends itself better to games, as far as I can tell. Steampunk Ga- lends itself to just being. Did anyone see that Three Musketeers apparently. movie that was a steampunk movie? No. Are you talking about the one that had Melia Jovovich? Yeah, in from it? from her husband Paul Anderson. Yeah. Well, there's I'm, your I'm, main reason why I didn't see it. Was it called Both Sky Pirates or something? I don't know why Brian and I didn't see it. We've seen all six Resident Evil movies. We might as well watch their other collabs. You mean all of his movies? In the last, well, you got years. Monster Hunter on the horizon. Bodes well for that film. Anyway, Vampire's Road to Mandy. Yeah, I loved it. Is that guys? We're, we're getting close. I to strongly the, recommend. We're getting it. close to the end of the road, guys. Technically speaking, this is the end of the road to Mandy. <sighs> yep, Mandy's yeah. right over because there because next time, staring at us. Does it have to be? I promise you, Brian, this isn't just uh, one of my clever manipulative ruses. All right. I'll see you guys All you Panos Cosmatos heads who've been sticking with us inexplicably, get ready. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Beyond the Black Rainbow. All three of you are going to be real pumped. I'm a big fan of Beyond the Black Rainbow, and I've been listening to The Road to Mandy. (laughs) I've been listening to it for an entire year, and they're finally about to get there. Holy shit, guys. I don't know if I can wait. Man, we have great fan. (laughs) Great fan. (laughs) I've been Dave. I'm Steve. I'm Corey. And I'm Brian. 
You've been listening to Caddy Wampus. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Tumblr at Caddy Wampus Pod. Email us at caddywampuspodcast at gmail.com. Music by Tilly. 